Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton, and I am bringing you a teaching today that is all about curbing the holiday sugar cravings. This was a Facebook Live slash live stream that I did, um, I think last week, and it's a timely message, isn't it? How many of us need to know that we don't have to lose ourselves this holiday, that we can be socially engaged, having fun, enjoying the holiday without going off the rails into a sugar coma. Anyone? Well, that's what this teaching is going to tell you today. We're going to do practical things. I will talk do's. I will talk don'ts. Um, You will leave with some tips, and I'm hoping that you will put one or more into practice and set yourself up for the new year in a really good, healthy, and whole way. Okay, so enjoy this teaching. Share this podcast with someone. This is a useful one, so you can just copy the link, text it to a few friends. Um, Let's pound someone know that I think this would be helpful. (laughs) What do you say we do this together? Hold me accountable, whatever it is. Um, But we love that you get to share the gospel with us this way. So thanks for that. Also, end of the year giving, our end of the year giving campaign. It is our goal to raise $25,000 by the end of the year. We are more than halfway there. So thank you so, so much. Uh, There is a link here where you can go and learn more about where your giving goes what we do here but bottom line we are breaking generational chains of physical and spiritual poverty inside outside we're getting everyone (laughs) to love god get healthy be whole and love others as many people that are in our path that's when we want them to know that they are a good good idea so thank you for participating don't forget for a thousand dollars or more donation, everyone who donates a thousand dollars or more will be entered into my private Facebook group for our new year fitness challenge, which opens. Shh, don't tell anyone. It opens on Monday. Okay, now you know. But you'll be in my fitness challenge with me personally. I want to train some people. It's time for me to get in the trenches. I have learned so much over the years, some new things that I want to put into practice with people that has more to do than just any, it really isn't the macronutrients. I didn't learn a lot of nutrition science because I really believe basics are there. A few things that I know about inflammation, brain, gut, neuroscience, things like that that does connect to our food, but more so this healing. So if you're someone who you just keep doing the same thing and you just can't get unstuck i would be blessed by your thousand dollar donation it doesn't come to me goes to the ministry um and i would also get to know you up close and personal for 30 days um, as we go through the little way together just taking small steps okay that's it you guys i'm so excited have a great day enjoy this podcast i hope it blesses you and i'll see you next time peace live streaming right now live from headquarters in Phoenix, Arizona, where it is cold for us. That is why I'm not taking this jacket off. It's just too cold. And I know I'm probably crying a river for those of you that are in really cold weather right now. But either way, I'm so grateful that we could be here today live streaming. We're also going through Facebook as well. So hi, you guys. How are you? If you're coming in through Facebook or however you're engaging with us, Tell us where you are, and I want to know what the temperature is where you are. 
because then it might give me a good reality check. All right, so today it is our joy, it is our get to, to use fitness as a tool, fitness, wellness, nutrition, all those things. We wanna talk about them and we wanna put them in the right place because we want you to live healthy, whole, and abundant lives. That doesn't mean you cannot eat. It is what are you eating? We want to talk a little bit about the holidays and what we're exposed to over this time. And the one thing we know that we are generously exposed to right now is lots and lots of sugar. So we thought, you know what? We want to be practical with you. We want to talk about things that you can do to enjoy the holidays and be really present to them in spite of the fact that there's going to be a lot of exposure to foods that are good. So I just want to say one thing. We are not the Grinch. We want you to enjoy your holidays. I would say right now is probably not the best time to start any major restrictive thing unless you feel really called to that by something, you know, by God himself. Because truly, I think right now it is a matter of just getting through the holidays, but being present to the holidays and enjoying the gift that is the holidays. So sugar, we're going to talk about curbing Notice we're not saying quenching sugar, like we're going to curb it right now because I think, again, to be super restrictive right now just doesn't seem like a good thing to do or celebratory. So I would not tell you not to if you're feeling called. But we're going to talk about how to curb it, how to really get ahead of the cravings that you have. So the first thing we want to tell you, or I need to tell you, is that sugar is necessary. Your body needs sugar. And whether you know this or not, all food breaks down into glucose, all food. So we need to be very careful about sugar's bad, fat's bad, and we tend to do that. If you notice in diets and trends, we pick one nutrient or one element and we call it bad and now it's terrible. And uh, we just get hyper fearful. We don't trust our own instincts anymore. Our bodies were made to create sugar as we break things down. So fats, carbohydrates, and proteins, they all break down into sugar. Now we know carbohydrates, starchiness, starchy foods, especially cookies, the, the obvious things clearly have more sugar in them. But proteins and fat as well will be broken down into sugar. It's a process that's called gluconeogenesis. Everyone say that fancy word of the day. Talk, I just learned about gluconeogenesis. It's why those Atkin diets, all the um, the ketogenic diets, all the things right now you see that are a big hype, it's still breaking down into sugar. Your body needs it. And we need to be really cautious about when we go into gluconeogenesis all the time and we have no carbohydrates that are actually you know, good, the, the carbohydrates that are lower on the blood sugar index, like rice and quinoa, yes, uh, breads and white breads we know have a higher response to our blood sugar levels, but carbohydrates are not the enemy. Nothing is the enemy but the enemy himself, and it's how we use food and what we think about trusting our own instinct. So fats and carbohydrates, or fats and proteins will break down, but if you only eat fats and carbohydrates to try and bad and poo-poo sugar, you can be, it can be very strenuous and straining on your liver and your kidneys, which is like a filtering system of your body. We need to be able to filter things. 
That's why you guys who are constantly telling you, I'm going to talk about very practical things today, but it always comes down to my soul. What is my soul hungry for? What are my desires? What are those things? Let's have that conversation. Because if we have that conversation, then all these other things will feel like lightweight to you. They won't feel so heavy. You won't waste time. Okay, so we'll go practical though today. So we just want to say, hey, it's not bad. Sugar is necessary. It helps our brain think. It helps our muscles grow. It helps us do the thing to function, really to have energy, to have energy. When I was a personal trainer and back in the 90s, the Atkins diet was a big deal. I'd get all these clients who would go on the Atkins diet and they would be so exhausted in their training session, so exhausted. They're paying me money but can't even give their best effort because they had no carbohydrates. They were not eating any starchy, car starchy carbs. And now the ketogenic diet is actually even more extreme than the Atkins diet of no carbohydrates. So I just wanted to pull our friend Sugar and say, we need you, we're grateful, help us use you wisely. And that's what we're gonna do today. Okay, are they here coming in on Facebook? They're they here? Yeah. Now, I would love if you're here on Facebook right now, this is good practical information. I'm gonna try and get it done in 20 minutes or so. Share, right now, hit share, tag someone who needs to know this. I am going to teach you practical things and we're all gonna leave here today brighter, smarter, and more alert and ready for the holiday. Okay. I want to now show you, because we're visual people, right, especially in the fitness world, we like to see things. I want to show you what a daily dose of sugar looks like for the average American. Right now, an average American uh, is around 22 teaspoons of sugar that they're intaking. So over here, I laid out 22 teaspoons of sugar. Now, it was 22 teaspoons. I was going to put sugar in them. I'm like, you know what, it's too messy right now, but I just want you to see that's 22 teaspoons when all we need in our diet is one, two, three, four, five, and six. Six teaspoons when we are almost at four times the amount. Now, why is that? Because there's a lot of hidden sugar in our food, processed foods that add sugar to it so it tastes good. It just is sneaking up on us. So we have to, this is actually, I don't count calories, I don't really count macronutrients, things like that, but once in a while, when I'm feeling lethargic, tired, inflamed, grumpy, not sleeping well, night sweats, muscles ache, bones ache, there's just signs I'm not doing well, I will drop the pin on how much sugar am I eating and drinking. A lot of times I love kombucha. <laughs> I'll drink one a day. Sometimes one goes to two, two. And I'll, there are sugars in there as well. That if I'm gonna have sugar, I probably best not always drink it, which is the first thing. It's best that I'm actually you, having it in real food so my body is processing it. That keeps my fire of my metabolism burning. So 22 teaspoons on the average, and that's, that's not counting the holidays. This is just on a daily average in a normal year on a normal day, 22 teaspoons. We're probably even higher for a lot of people right now. So not you, because you're the smart one who's like, I'm going, you know what? It's easier to just ignore this right now. So good on you for going, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay attention. I'm not afraid to know. Knowledge is power, and sometimes we get afraid because then once we know, we can't know. But hey, you'll know, and it's gonna stay with you because we have power, love, and a sound mind. We do not have the spirit of fear. Second Timothy 1, 7. All right. So now we know, well, this is probably not best for me when my body works best off of around six teaspoons. So 22 grams of sugar is around the six teaspoons. So just so you know, 
That's just something you can drop the pin. Around 22 grams. You'd be surprised at how fast 22 grams can add up in your day. Over here, we're over high in the 80 grams, 85 grams a day, which again, average person, not in the holidays. All right, so that's a picture for you. And now let me show you, since I didn't, I didn't want to put the teaspoons in there, and I'm doing this on a black background. Here is the amount of six teaspoons of sugar right there. You can see that. Maybe, Dana, can you zoom in or no? Are you zooming? Dana is zooming right now. Look at that. Look at us. It's like we're QVC or something. We have grown. Thank you. Thank you, donors who make this all possible. Um, so there is, there is your six teaspoons of sugar right there versus... <laughs> right there you can see. And I, I even wish you could hold it. Like it's a good amount of weight right there of 22 teaspoons. So apples to oranges for sure. Hey, look, gratuitous post right there. Thank you donors who pay for this studio and make it possible for us to spread the gospel around the world through Tool, the fitness tool. Okay, I'll talk a little bit more about that maybe later. All right, there you go. So just a visual, just a visual. This is what my body needs, gonna work best. This amount, I'm gonna stay away from that chronic kind of pain. If you have fibromyalgia or if you have anything where you go, uh, doctors don't know really what's wrong, I can't get it, something I would say this would be a healthy thing to take a look at. And then again, here's where we are. It's, it's heavy, it's massive. Okay, necessary, our body needs it. This is where it goes. What, what Paul would say in 1 Corinthians, um, he says that everything's permissible for me. Everything's permissible, sugar, but not everything's beneficial. Everything's permissible for me. You can have some of that, but I will not be mastered by anything. This is when we know we've gone a little bit over and you'll begin to feel it in your body. Okay, so here's another fun little fact that sugar cravings, I hope you're taking notes, write it down, you'll remember it more. Sugar cravings are more of a brain craving than a body craving. It's more a brain craving than a body craving. More likely when you crave sugar, and oh my gosh, I so know this to be true, I'll tell you my own little confession of just going off the rails. So if it's a brain craving that we have, it's that our brains are craving, our brains are created to conserve energy. <laughs> it's weird. So they, they don't, the body kind of spends energy, but the brain says, can we conserve energy? Which is fantastic. It doesn't want to spend unnecessary energy. So as we go through our day <laughs> and we're stressed and we've worked, and we've encountered this and we've encountered that. Every moment, everything is costing our brain something. This is why by the end of the day, you're weakest and you tend to go, well, just another piece of chocolate. Well, just another glass of wine. Well, it's your brain going, I need some dopamine and I need some serotonin. Dopamine, serotonin. So your brain is saying, feed me, feed me. Now the body does establish a taste for it. This is why mamas of littles, it's best to try and delay the exposure of, of sweets to your children because they will be fine with natural occurring flavors of sugars in their fruits and vegetables that they're given. And I've actually known some parents that will not 
just do vegetables for a long amount of time before they bring in the applesauce and all those other things. So the body does establish a craving for it, kind of a cranky, I want some of that, but it's coming off of the brain saying, I want to be soothed, I want to be comforted. So keep that in mind. This, what I'm talking about, it has more to do with what's happening in my brain, which is why, everyone, if it's coming, if when we are overworked and overstressed, overstimulated, over information, the scrolling and all that stuff all day long, brain, 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 it's going to be more likely to set up that I'm going to have an unnecessary craving at the end of the day, which is why here we're very uh, adamant, passionate about you creating margin in your life, that you work from rest, that taking rest and taking times off and pushing things away, not go, 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 do the next thing, do the next thing, that actually will lead to more and more burnout more and more unhealthy cravings and wondering why am I feeling so capped? I can't get out of this cycle. Rest, it starts with rest. So if we're rested well, sleeping well, pacing our energy, planning our day better. I am so guilty of this as well. So for example, overworked, overstressed leads us into overeating and especially going for the sugar. The other day we had a photo shoot or a video shoot and I was overstressed about it. I felt like a lot of responsibility, which is only my own stuff for not doing good planning, la la la. Um, and we were there quite a long time, a lot of brain energy being spent while I'm there because I'm thinking, I'm creating, I'm, you know, we've got a lot of moving parts. And um, we didn't bring any food onto the set. It was one of those like, well, we just thought it would move faster than it did and we just weren't ready for it. By the time the shoot was over, it took twice as long as we thought. I was so hungry, I went home, and I was so tired that I ate two snack-sized bags of Cheetos and three pieces of bacon. Now, you'd be like, well, it's not bad. It wasn't like you had chocolate chip cookies. If chocolate chip cookies were in my house, I would have eaten them. But do you see how I went quick? Like, I want, my brain is tired. I need to be soothed. I'm, I'm overworked, overstressed. So inside the holidays, we're in a time Overworked, overstressed, spending, shopping, parties, what do I wear, who's going to be there, what will be there to eat. We're thinking so much because we have spent ourselves and overcommitted often. So again, margin. It's a bigger one. I know you'd rather me say, Elisa, tell me what supplement to drink. Tell me what I can do that's just quick fixed instead of, oh, I have to create some space around me in this time. We're in Advent. Advent is all about making room. Prepare your room. Christ is coming. Have room for who Christ is to come instead of filling, filling, filling ourselves with it. Okay, so now I'm going to give you some practical don'ts and do's. I'm going to start with don'ts because I like to end on the do, but let's just talk about things that you don't do to, or you don't want to do to get yourself um, to be in the best situation so that you could curb these sugar cravings. The first thing you don't want to do <laughs> this holiday time is starve yourself. We're all kind of guilty of this as we know we're going to go to the big party and we know we have this going on and so we go, I'm going to eat a lot later so I won't eat now. That is absolutely setting yourself up to overeat. And again, all food breaks down to sugar. Alcohol is one of the higher ones that the body goes, I don't know what to do with this. So it stops everything else from getting processed. When alcohol is in the body, it takes priority. It breaks down into, uh, it's highly sugar, it's a high sugar drink. 
um, and especially if it's a fancy drink. And the rest of the body of burning fats and carbohydrates and protein has to be put on hold. So that's just a sidebar of alcohol. Um, so when you decide, I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to drink, or I'm not going to eat, you're more likely going to clearly overeat. So that's just an obvious one. I had to say it. Don't starve yourself and go completely hungry to these events. It's just not wise. It's not power, love, and a sound mind. You have power, love, and a sound mind. The second thing not to do or don't do, it doesn't help the situation, is if you think, well, I'll have some artificial sweetener. I'll put artificial sweetener. It was like fake anything, fake sugar inside itself, like, and just fake, right? I think that's like, spends, it, it, even, it is even connected to this topic of being stressed in a social situation, and that's a whole other thing. We tend to be a little more stressed now in social environments because we're so used to being behind screens that often party environments make us feel stressed. So we eat, and we keep eating, and we drink, and then we kind of calm down, and we feel less and then before we know it, we feel less stressed, but we've overdone into that not beneficial place for us. So artificial sweeteners, artificial in general, when you show up to a party, be your sis. No, know that you are bringing yourself, not fake. Just be who you are. That lie that I don't fit in will cause you to go eat. It will cause you to do things you don't want to do. And on the practical side, um, artificial sweeteners, they have been shown to, um, to dampen or spike your blood sugar levels even more. They, they kind of have a reverse boomerang effect. So try to stay away from those. There are natural sweeteners you can use. I love the stevia, so I will, until we hear, who knows when that will come out, that there's something wrong with stevia. But for now, we know that stevia is a natural occurring uh, sweetener. It's high potency. You just use a little bit. It's really great. Um, third thing, don't go empty-handed to these parties or to your workspace. If you know people are bringing stuff into work, you got to come ready with your own kind of artillery of what you can eat to curb, move away from the table of the things that you that might be offered to you. So don't go empty-handed to work. Don't go empty-handed to party. If you don't know what's going to be there, be the person that brings something that you know would be beneficial for you. And again, we're not here to be a, a bah humbug. And I'll talk a little bit in the do's of what we can do to enjoy some sweet but being well-balanced. Um, and then the last thing I said, I'll say it again, don't go empty-hearted. Don't go empty-hearted. Taking that time for margin to come prepare your room, be the reason why we're even going to these Christmas parties. Fill yourself up every day and all day. I've said it a million times, if we can find ourselves on social media scrolling seven, eight, nine times a day, I'm still waiting for someone to create the app where before you can scroll, you have to just read a scripture verse. You just have to read it, and at least it's like, it doesn't matter what it does inside of you. You just ate it. It was good for you. I don't know what it did for me, but I ate it, and it, it, it kind of puts a little stop before we're just consuming nothing, nothingness, okay? So don't go empty-hearted. If you go into these social places, into this season empty-hearted, you will find yourself digging yourself into a deeper ditch that once the new year comes feeling guilty and like you have to get out of it. My hope is that when we use the new year, you guys just feel like it's a, it's a great season. I didn't demolish myself. I didn't lose myself and now I gotta find myself. I stayed present through the season and yeah, maybe you're ready for a fun challenge or something that would engage you holistically, which we will have for you coming soon. Okay, so those are your don'ts. 
Now your do's. These are the fun ones. Ready? Do eat healthy fats. Do eat healthy fats. Do eat vegetables. Do eat lean protein. And do eat berries. Um, berries are a good, in terms of the, the fruit family, berries are low glycemic. They're sweet enough, but they still have a good effect on your body where you're not spiking like something and generally more sweet uh, like oranges or bananas. But again, not, I would say have an orange or banana if, if more than you're going to have some snack wells in the in the cupboard, okay? Are those still around even? Snack wells. I just 1990 myself. Eat healthy fats. Eat um, uh, nuts and seeds. Those are so great. Have nuts and seeds on your counter. Um, right now, my counter has Christmas decorations on it, and so I moved my nuts and seeds into the pantry, and I've noticed I have been eating weirder things because the nuts and seeds have not been right there in front of me like they usually are. So do eat healthy fats, avocado, peanut butter, things like that. Enjoy them. That's what you will be nourishing yourself on through the day before you go to the party, and then hopefully you're the one who comes providing those types of options as well. Uh, the second thing, be hydrated. Got to be hydrated. I'm thirsty right now, but I'm talking. So hydrating yourself absolutely shows we confuse our hunger with thirst for one, and that if we're very thirsty, again, it goes back to that place of your brain being tired and fatigued, and so it wants the dopamine and it wants the serotonin. So it's connected again to having, making good choices, having the energy to do it. Be hydrated. Now, this one is a fun one. Um, cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon has actually been proven to control your blood sugar levels. They have studies on cinnamon, all kinds of cinnamon. So you can add the cinnamon to your drinks, your coffees, your teas while you're at the party. Um, but just think about any spices and cinnamon, those types of things will curb your, um, your, not only your brain craving, but your body craving as well. Another thing I know people have done is like mint or, uh, you know, some people at the end of the night when they know that's their weakest time, they brush their teeth. And just the mint taste right alone can curb that sweet. Like when I brush my teeth, that's a sign to my body we're all done for the day. I don't want to go and put more sweet and stuff back into my body. That's a good closing deal of the day. So cinnamon, it controls your blood sugar. So think about how you could add that to some of your drinks. Um, another fun thing is to, okay, if you're going to have sugar, we're going to talk about that now. Well, i got one more point after this. But if you're going to have the sugar, food combine. Food combine. So what does that look like, Lisa? Well, have a piece of the chocolate, have some nuts. You're trying to balance it out with those healthy fats or um, lean the protein side with some of that sugar that you're straight up having. So think about how you can have something outside of that food group. It'll just fill you up more, and the fiber from that other food combining can actually help the body spiking those levels to which then you just want more sugar. So food combined. Think about how you can. Last night, I was actually, my, my own dopamine-needed serotonin brain was like, I wonder if chocolate strawberries our food combining because I really wanted I really wanted some sweets <laughs> and I'm kind of like well at least you get some strawberries it's better than just eating a straight-up chocolate bar but at the same time we're just telling you just think about how you can be um, thoughtful about what goes in so you're not just binging on one food food okay and then I'm closing with this you guys I said it before don't go empty-handed and don't go empty-hearted 
same thing be full <laughs> go be do be full do be full of the presence of god so spending time in the word every day i know that sounds kind of like like um you have to or you should or it's it's uh routine i hope it's because you desire to eat you desire to be filled on something you desire more than what this world is going to offer you because it's going to look a lot like this if you're going to go for what the world has to offer you because the world will always tell you you're going to need more it's not enough more 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 when biblically reading the word of god it just will give you what your body needs it's sweet bible says that his word is sweet like honey on our tongue it will fill and satisfy i know some of you say i do it at the end of the day i'm fine as long as you do it somewhere but can you before you're about to go into any place that exposes you to a lot of these temptations of sugar and this over celebrating they're celebrating and then there's going too far amen and that's why i close by telling you go full breathe have margin have space that you're not bumping from one one appointment to the next to the next party because you will tend to make decisions there that you're like you know what i earned it i deserve it jesus is the reason for the season and we will absolutely lose true presence with the one who has come and who is amen so be full wholehearted be present and breathe do that often i'm telling you if you want to do something different this year start there be full who god says you are be present learn to breathe be wholehearted into whatever environment you're in that you bring the goodness of god with you whether you're an introvert you're an extrovert you're exactly where god wants you to be with the people you are supposed to be that you have an assignment to be there a purpose stay sober of mind stay sober in your body all these other things will work themselves out as paul said everything is beneficial but not everything is permissible everything's beneficial and won't be mastered by any anything some of you If you're like this right now and freaked out, some of you need to relax. You need to bend a little bit. It's going to be okay. And if you're just floating going, this is my favorite season because I don't care and I just lose myself and all you're doing is flexing and bending with everything that comes your way and in front of you, it's time to get firmed up. Time to stand present in your body, present in mind and present in heart. All right. I hope this is a good visual and a helpful like you got some takeaway notes of anything you're going to remember, hear my voice, remember these visuals and be present this holiday season. We want to stay connected with you. So a few things, go to the website revelationwellness.org, find out more about us there. You can you are absolutely invited at the website you'll find our podcast those are free every week we put out a podcast with it's good information practical and physical training that's there uh the podcast is free we also invite you to go deeper with us into Revwell TV which is our behind the scene we work out with you our trainers our people come and we'll move you in morning noon or night you get to choose the workout we have monthly accountability groups and challenge and focus themes we'll actually be in communication together and growing together so check into Revwell TV and end of the year giving we're in it so if i'm talking to my donors right now anyone who's looking to donate any money towards your end of the year getting that money out for good purposes before the taxes come against you 
Consider giving here at Revelation Wellness. We have a goal of $25,000. We are halfway there. And for everyone who gives over $1,000, you will be entered into my personal training group. Like me, you, with a few others. Can I, we set the price high because I want to work with a few. Because here's the thing. I'm going to get my hands all over you. I am going in. If you're looking for some serious, like, let's do this, I'm the gal. I want to do that with a handful of people because I have some things that I want to put into practice that are new for me, that I'm learning about this integrated heart, soul, mind, strength thing. So if that speaks to anyone, consider the $1,000 tax deductible. It's not paying me. It's going out to use fitness as a tool to break generational chains of physical and spiritual poverty. And then finally, consider becoming an instructor, you guys. If this whole thing speaks to you and you feel like you have a message to share with people, that your misery of fitness is your ministry or that your passion of fitness is a ministry, we want to train you. So all of that is at the website. Merry Christmas, you guys. If we had some Christmas music playing, I'd play it right now or some snow or that would be, I could just throw the sugar up and it, it would be like, and then we'd have to clean it up. So we're not going to do that. All right, you guys, thanks. Leave all your comments again, share. I'll come back later in the day if you have any more questions about sugar, sugar cravings. I know there's some questions about hormones and things like that. I can come back into this feed and see what I can answer. All right, you guys have a great day. Merry Christmas. Peace.